Today, the Betcha Sub podcast is sponsored by European Wax Center's Axe, the Pink Tax Campaign. The Pink Tax is an extra amount of money women are charged every year for basic goods and services. Boo! Just for being a woman. Yeah, that is for real. Ugh. European Wax Center is known for empowering confident women, and now they're giving back women the tools to claim their worth and take back what's theirs. I love it. I mean, I hate it, but I love that like we're fixing it. Now you know. See for yourself at axthepinktax.com. Hello and welcome to the Betches Sup Podcast. I'm Elise Morales. I'm Brian Russell Smith. And for those of you who are just tuning in, the Betches Sup Podcast is your weekly rundown of all the crazy shit that's happened in the news, explained by your two funniest friends. Which is us! Yes, today we are talking about uh, Trump thinking that his dad is German. <laughs> all the subpoenas that are happening. And uh, an update on Jared Kushner's security clearance. Let's do it. Betches Media presents. I like beer. I don't know if you do. Okay. you like beer, Senator, or not? Uh, my party is going bat crazy. Ah! You're the pop- Alternative facts. Oh, goodness. The Betches Sup Podcast. America! Hello. Hello, hello. We're here. We're here. We're ready to talk about the news. Brian has yeah. a great shirt on. I do. It's new. It's new. I'm wearing a new shirt. Yeah, I like your outfit as well. Thank you. I was yeah. saying it makes me feel like I should be on a boat. Oh, no I, one, I can see it. No one at home will understand why, but it does make me feel Someone like Someone said I, I looked like a bowler. Oh, yeah. It does look like a stylish sort uh-huh, of bowling shirt. But it's shirt. not like... Um, even yeah that makes sense oh What's yeah it doesn't have little, little, like yeah the lines Whatever. anyway this is a great way to start a podcast <laughs> <laughs> um before we get into it mm-hmm. i just wanted to say we have a uh, really awesome special episode coming yes. out this weekend sammy and i uh sat down with tina brown media extraordinaire yes she was the editor of vanity fair she was the editor at the new yorker she started uh, co-founded the Daily Beast, and now she uh, runs the Women in the World Summit. Yes, which Brian and I went to. Yeah, we went last year. It was so awesome. Um, it was a really amazing conversation. She's so fucking smart. It yeah. was really cool. So make sure you keep an eye out for that this weekend. Definitely listen to that. Yeah. But uh, Elise, what's getting you through the week in Trump's America? Uh, okay. Personal. I'm doing a personal anecdote mm-hmm. for today. First mini personal anecdote is I want to tell everyone to get the 30 day free trial to YouTube premium and then watch the Lou Pearlman documentary documentary about boy bands. Mm-hmm. He's, he's like the guy who created NSYNC and the Backstreet Boys, but he like screwed them over. And the doc is so crazy. I just saw like trailers for it. Like, I watched. I, oh, I watched it last night. It's so crazy when it goes so much deeper than like boy bands when i tell you blimps are involved like <laughs> blimps are like heavily involved the like processing and creation of blimps is interesting <laughs> it's crazy and aaron carter is not doing well and i i wish him is jt happiness. in it justin timberlake jt is not in it jt's mom is in it is justin like heavily mentioned yes he's featured definitely but i think he was like i can't is wade robson in it wade robson is not in it Same. it's so lance bass is the big one who's in it and he produced it and he is great in mm-hmm. it. I love Lance Bass. Lance Bass's mom is also in it. Madam Bass. <laughs> she, <laughs> she's fabulous. Uh, they've got Howie, AJ okay. McClain. Oh, cool. Ashley from O-Town. I remember Ashley. Handsome still. I, I saw him in Wicked. He's great. Yeah. Ashley from O-Town. And then this other woman who was in a girl band he started called Innocence that I've never heard of in my life, no. but God bless her. And it's really great. So that's just my mini recommendation. And now I'm going to get into something much more frustrating, which is that um, I did my taxes this week. Good for you. And when I tell you that the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act 
of 2017 screwed me. <sighs> it screwed me so bad. That sucks. It really sucked. I got 40% less back than mm-hmm. last year. And I feel like I actually lost out on even more money than that. Cause this year for like, for act, this mostly comes from like acting stuff mm-hmm. that I like lost out. So like this year I understood more about what I could write off and stuff under the old way of doing things. Actors used to be able to write off like your headshots, your like basically anything that you use for like your acting career out of pocket expenses. What about you like were, websites? Yes. Okay. You're like, you're like Squarespace renewal. You could do that. Like st- certain travel things. Like when I was traveling for shows and stuff like that, I could write it off this year. They got rid of, all of it. Oh my God. Not even just some of it. All of it. Do you think I wrote off be- nothing. Do you think it's because Trump never won an Emmy and he's just like, yes. I hate all of Hollywood. Yes. Anyone trying to be in Hollywood. I'm they got rid of you. all the itemized deductions. So it's just like, it's so shitty. But my only solace is that taking money out of people's pockets is a pretty good way to fucking lose elections that yeah. are coming up. Mm-hmm. And I I had, when I was sitting there listening to my accountant, Barry, who was telling me that everyone was getting less this year. He's like, every, I was like, so has this been happening a lot? Like, are people getting less? And he goes, oh, yes, very, very less. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God. He was telling me about a girl who had planned a trip to Tokyo which she was going to pay for with her tax return, which like, okay, maybe don't plan (laughs) your trip to Tokyo based on a tax return that you have not not received, but she can't go to Tokyo anymore. Damn. So she's voting Democrat. (laughs) (laughs) So that girl, you you know, she's upset. It was was a Tokino for her. Yes. It was a Tokino. It was just like, it made me, I don't know. I feel like we on the podcast, we talk about all of these like, ethereal things we talked about the tax cut bill Mm -hmm. while it was happening we were like oh the bill sucks but when you're talking about politics it's like it does eventually come for you Mm -hmm. in different ways and you know i like i live in a pretty liberal state i'm like a cis white woman so like i get a lot of like privileges that other people don't get so like when it's biting me the way that that's trickling down is like it's crazy so like it, I, I guess once everyone gets their tax returns, mm-hmm. they'll all know whose yes. fault it was. That's my thing is like, I'm kind of, I was surprised that I wasn't hearing more about it already. But then I remembered like who, nobody does their taxes early. So. Yeah, I'm doing them this weekend. <laughs> yeah. So I like, I feel like prediction is that at least there's some sort of media or news around how much less people are getting back. Yeah. Unless you're like a billionaire, in which case you're getting more. Or a corporation. Yeah, unless you're a corporation, which is the other thing that people keep telling me now. They're like, oh, well, if you want to write stuff off, like if you want to still get the same write-offs, you should now, you should like incorporate yourself, Mm -hmm. which is basically like them saying, okay, well, the only way that like the system is going to work for you is if you literally become a corporation. Yeah. Like as a human woman, sorry, we have no help for you. <laughs> but if you become an LLC, then we can help you. Yeah, that's but it's like a pain in my ass to become a corporation. I don't yeah. want to be it's a corporation. Like, like, I want to be a lease. <laughs> like, I know it's another thing you need to pay for. I have an LLC that I just renew every year, just yeah. because, but I don't use it. Well, but, that's smart. Maybe that'll help you. Yeah, I mean, maybe down the line. Yeah, I have at some no point. idea. I'm thinking about it. If anyone knows how to do that, tell me. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you know how to do it. I'll talk to you off air, Brian. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's been getting you through this week in Trump's America? Well, wouldn't you know it? It's Trump himself. Oh, my God. But, okay, I know that it's hard in this state of the world we're in to laugh 
at him because yeah. like he says like ridiculous things but it's also like terrible but these are just some fun ridiculous things he's been like on a weird he's been on a weird place this past yeah. week or so so yeah. we actually have a clip um that and this clip is like what's going to get me into what's getting me through okay i hope they'll go and take a look at the oranges the oranges of the uh, uh investigation the beginnings of that investigation you look at the origin of the investigation. There you go. He got it there. He got it there. Where it started, how it started, who started it, whether it's McCabe or Comey or a lot of them. Where does it go? How high up in the White House did it go? You will all get Pulitzer Prizes, okay? You're going to all get Pulitzer Prizes. Only one person uh, gets You it. should have looked at it a long time ago. And that's the only thing that's disappointing to me about the Mueller report. The Mueller report, I wish, covered the oranges, how it started, the beginnings of the investigation. He can't say the word origins. No, he just. I almost now wanted to say oranges. oranges. Like this is full. Now we're like, like clockwork oranging and uh, like, or, um, what what is it? Nineteen butterfly effect. Wait, I don't what's know. The, you know the movie, the book in the eighties, the dystopian book, nineteen eighty four. I was like, what year was the book? <laughs> it's like nineteen eighty four, where they're like two plus two is five. Like yeah. origins is oranges. Yeah. it's crazy. And it's like. He says it not once, not twice. Then he gets it right. Yes. He corrects himself. And then he says it again. <laughs> He's like, you know, I got it right the last time. I'm going to nail it this time. Isn't this also the same clip where he said his dad is from Germany and yeah. his dad was not born in Germany? He's so like, my father was said, born in Germany. He said, my father is German, was German, born in a very wonderful place in Germany. So I have a great feeling for Germany. Fred Trump was born in the Bronx. Yeah, he was born in the Bronx. <laughs> and it's this isn't the first time he said it. He said it back in July um, he, uh, when he was talking about like he was... Okay, in, in July, Trump named the European Union as one of the United States' biggest foes. He said, maybe the thing that is most difficult, don't forget both my parents were born in the EU sectors, okay? What? Yeah. And his mom Im immigrated from Scotland. Okay. So that's, it's, he actually got it half true yeah. the first time. But um, his father was not born in Germany. No matter how many times he says it. Like, but that's something, it's like, why are you like do you really think your father was born in germany or That's are you lying question. about it or are you just like so like confused that confused? you like because i read online and this is literally i read it in a tweet so like take that this is a tweet information that his grandfather was born in germany so maybe he's getting his grandfather and his actual father confused but like even so like like Three times? Three, it's like the first time someone should have been like, oh, by the way, like your dad and was like, born in Germany. Oh, I meant to say grandfather. Oh, shit. But then whatever. he said my father and my mother. My mother was Scotland. My father was Germany. So it's like, you know that you're talking about your parents. It's bizarre. But this also comes off of Trump saying, calling Apple CEO Tim Cook, Tim Apple. <laughs> and then he was like, oh, I said Tim Cook Apple, but I just said it so quickly that you didn't hear me. That's Crazy. literally what he said. That's insane. Um, and then also on Tuesday night, he was giving a speech at the National Republican Congressional Committee spring dinner. He was giving a 90-minute rambling remark, and, you know, he went off and started this two-minute thing about wind turbines. Um, we actually have a clip about that as well. Hillary wanted to put up wind, wind 
If you, if you have a windmill anywhere near your house, congratulations. Your house just went down 75% in value. And they say the noise causes cancer. You tell me that one. Okay? The noise <laughs> causes <laughs> cancer. <laughs> Wait, hold on. He does the, uh, he makes like the sound. And of course, it's like a graveyard for birds. If you love birds, you'd never want to walk under a windmill. <laughs> I'm... I am floored. I had not heard that clip before. <laughs> the noise, the noise gives causes, you, causes cancer. <gasps> oh no! And it's 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 a <laughs> and and it's a graveyard for birds. Wow! And he's like, what if there's no wind? That's not. There's never not no wind. There's it's it's it also stores up the extra yes. wind from the last time there was wind. You dumb dumb. <laughs> Anyway, and like I guess a graveyard for birds. Maybe that's maybe that's. I've true, never stood under a windmill, I, so I can't say. I actually have very recently. Which was, is did ironic. you notice any dead birds? I did not notice any dead birds. I was in um, I almost said Colombia. I was not in Colombia. I was in Costa Rica, and there were wind there were wind turbines everywhere. By the way, Costa Rica has at one point been one hundred percent renewable energy. <sighs> they have the capabilities the of doing it, but they just like. They were like, they don't do it, so they're like 90% or something. It's Costa really Rica is a really fa- fabulous place. But like all these, so now people, you know, we have George Conway, um, Kellyanne's husband, yes. like on Twitter saying he's losing his mind. A lot of like mental health experts are like, what is going on? He also like, he, remember like last year he took that Ronnie Jackson, yes. Ro- Dr. Ronnie Jackson. Yes. He like looked at him or whatever it is, like examined him and then said that uh he's fine he's in great health yeah. well he had another he had another like doctor do it this year mm-hmm. and they didn't really say anything about it they didn't release anything i i definitely think he's like a baddie old man yeah like he i don't know if don't your know. 72 year old uncle was saying this stuff said that his father's born in germany like just all these like rant like he doesn't do run on sentences he does run on essays like run on yes. paragraphs run on pages so it's like i feel like i would be concerned for my uncle's mental health yeah i would be like damn uncle donald's like really something's going on yeah <laughs> it's it's crazy i'm i'm like honestly still shocked from the wind turbine <laughs> quote uh, I did have a chemistry teacher in high school say something very similar about windmills because we were trying a chemistry teacher, a, a person in the sciences was like we were talking about renewable energy and she started like talking shit about windmills and saying how noisy and ugly they were. She didn't say that the noise causes cancer. Mm-hmm. We didn't take it that far. Yeah, I didn't notice the noise it, because they're not. It's it's all a weird myth about yeah. windmills that they're like super noisy. It's not like also it's not like a Don Quixote yes. windmill. <laughs> it's like a state of the art like wind turbine. Yeah, that they can make make like a low zhuzh. Another humble brag of mine is I saw the Don Quixote windmills over the summer. Oh wow! Yeah, it was really cool. That's very cool. Yeah, it was. that is awesome. They weren't functional. But they were there. Graveyard for birds? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I did see flamingos, but wow. they were not dead. <laughs> so it's actually a home for living flamingos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that sounds lovely. Yeah. All right. Um, should we get into the main news? Yes. Let's do it after a quick break.
Today, the Betcha Sup podcast is sponsored by European Wax Center's Axe the Pink Tax campaign. The pink tax is the extra amount of money women are charged every year for basic goods and services. And that shit adds up to $1,351 every freaking year. Yeah. For real. I could be so rich. Yes. Pink Tax is charging women more money on everything from baby bottles to canes. That doesn't just stop there. It's toys, personal care products, clothes, dry cleaning. Yes, even dry cleaning. Yes, dry cleaning. Women are actually being charged more for dry cleaning than men, sometimes for bringing in the exact same shirt. Yeah, that's really absurd. European Wax Center is known for empowering confident women, and now they're giving them the tools to claim their worth and take back what's there. I love it. I mean, I hate it, but I love that we're fixing it. And now you know. See for yourself at AxeThePinkTax.com. And we're back mm-hmm. with some updates, as I imagine we'll have for a while now, about yeah. the Mueller report. Until we can read it. Until we can read it. Um, so, Brian... I don't know if this shocked you, this news, but the New York Times is now reporting that some of the people, some people who are part of Robert Mueller's team, obviously they spoke anonymously, Mm -hmm. are telling people that Attorney General Barr's four page summary of the 400 page report did not accurately portray the findings and that they're actually more damaging to Trump. Wow. That's I'm not shocked. I yeah. I mean, I think. I think a lot of people uh-huh. probably felt like this could be the case. Yeah. Again, we don't actually know yeah. because no one who is actually <laughs> in a position to objectively look at this mm-hmm. thing has actually looked at it. Yeah. Well, it's like Mueller, um, Barr has this view on executive power that yes. he wrote about over the summer in a memo. Which was basically his job application to become the attorney general. Basically saying that if the president, it's not illegal if the president does it because he's the ultimate lawmaker. Yes. So like if he's obstructing justice, it's not obstruction of justice because it's him. Yeah. And then the thing comes out and Mueller, according to the four page summary again, which we don't, (laughs) we don't know if it's Mm -hmm. what he said might've been worse than this, but according to the four page summary, Mueller is like, I'm leaving it to you. I can't make a determination on obstruction of justice because it's not for Mueller to determine that. And then AG Barr is like, but I'm making the determination and I think it's fine. I don't know. And like, I think that maybe they, he, he was too quick to release a four page summary. Yeah. Like I know we were all so anxious to see what was inside or get like a glimpse of it. Yes. But like, I mean, 400 pages and it's all like legal jargon. I know. And my thing is like, I keep thinking about like, is there a way that this could have gone differently? I'm kind of not sure that it could have because there Mueller had to hand the report over to the Department of Justice. Mm -hmm. So just by virtue of that, there was really no version of this where the Trump administration doesn't get the first shot at like what it says. So I'm just like, I mean, I do feel like I wish the reporting around what AG Barr had said had been more like... Well, because that's the thing. More measured. And people have been like, this is what the Trump administration is saying about the report. Because now people will have in their mind that this totally exonerates the president, which Trump has said. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's going to be harder to convince people after the fact yes. if there is actually something more, more damaging. They, The Trump administration was able to successfully 
set the conversation for mm-hmm. this by being able to release the report when they did and having everybody like sort of lap it up the way that they did. It's going to be an uphill battle once it actually comes out and we know that there is more damaging information. It's going to be an uphill battle getting people to reject the initial findings or under or like reconceive yeah. of the initial report. It's, well, they didn't like, and so they're 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 citing James Comey's announcement in 2016, not the one in October, but the one that was over the summer. I think it was in July, where he was like, Hillary Clinton didn't do any, didn't do anything like that we could charge her for with the emails, yes. but it was very reckless. Yeah. So they're not like so, the, and they were they're like we felt like that was too political, so we wanted to say just that he wasn't, but they weren't going to say that he was reckless. Yeah, it's it's going to be really interesting again i feel like unless the Mueller report if we were to get the full thing and there's something that somehow directly contradicts the four-page summary like it does say that he conspired with russia or Mm -hmm. something which i don't think is going to be the case because i think attorney general barr is smart enough to not have his findings sheet not relate at all to what you know what i mean i'm sure he picked he cherry-picked the best pieces but i don't think that it's going to be like out and out false, provably false. Like, oh, my God, he said that that he says this in the summary and that's not the case in this. Yeah. So it's going to be messy. But I, I th- And also investigators working for Mueller provided their own summaries within this 400 page report. And they're like, why couldn't you just release our summaries? You know? Yeah. And but, um, you know, now that the House is run by the Democrats yes. and they have subpoena power. They're looking into subpoenaing like the full report. Yeah. They passed, they basically passed like an authorization to subpoena the full, full report. But Jerry Nadler, who is in charge of the house oversight committee was like, I'm going to give attorney general Barr a chance to release it mm-hmm. himself first, which AG Barr says that they're going to release it soon but have to scrub the confidential information so i think that the democrats are basically saying like look we'll give you like another week to release it or whatever i don't think they actually said a week but like we'll give you some time more to release it but like if you're gonna play games with the redactions in this or whatever like we'll subpoena the whole thing yeah or if you're gonna play games and keep like pushing it off we'll subpoena the whole thing i was also again something i read on twitter that i thought was interesting (laughs) this is where i'm part of the problem yeah uh, (laughs) like disseminating this information uh was basically someone saying like that they think that these people on the team coming out to leak this minor information like i mean it's not minor but like coming out with this tiny leak now which is like it says other stuff than you think yeah is kind of them firing a warning shot of being like don't toy with this thing because we are willing to speak to the press about what it actually says well and that's what someone was saying was you know over the past two years the Mueller team has been so tight-lipped yeah there nothing was leaking and now for them to act for them to be like saying things like even if it's these small like little like tidbits yeah is a big deal yeah because it's like they were so quiet and so secretive and now the fact that we're even getting like the smallest glimpses of things after the fact yes. is like a big deal it's like yeah it's them kind of being like look we know what's in the report there are mm-hmm. many people who do know what's in the report so like don't play any fucking games about what's in it or try to like hide important non-confidential parts of it because we'll blow that whistle yeah speaking of whistleblowers and subpoenas yes (laughs) 
Um, Jared Kushner's security clearance is back in the news. Yeah. Um, so basically, we found out on Monday a story broke about um, a woman whose name is Trisha Newbold. She testified in front of the House Oversight Committee that the Trump administration intervened in the security clearances of 25 individuals. 25. Where they overrode the FBI, the CIA. John Kelly. John Kelly. Even said, like, these people should not have security clearances. Uh, and they gave them security clearances anyway. Yeah. Uh, so this woman, Trisha Newbold, who is the whistleblower, she has been in, she's a career official in the executive office of the president for the past 18 years. So yeah. obviously she's worked in Democratic and Republican administrations for a really mm-hmm. long time. She sounded her concerns about this to, yeah, to, to her, her boss. Mm-hmm. Uh, whose name is Carl Klein. And in retaliation for that, this woman, Trisha Newbold, has a rare form of dwarfism. Mm -hmm. And as a result, well, she says that after she brought these concerns to her boss, Carl Klein, let's say his name for the people in the back, (laughs) her boss then started to move important documents and paperwork that she needs to do from her job out of her reach to make it more like difficult for her to just function in her position. a whole level of crude and petty fucking shit. That's such... I mean, the asshole level that you have to be to have a career official come to you with something you fucking know yeah. is a problem. Like, mm-hmm. she's not coming to you with some, like, we don't have enough yogurt. Yeah. Which, first of all, it wouldn't be appropriate to do it then either. It's never appropriate no. to do that. But she's not, like, coming to you with some, like, petty bullshit. Mm-hmm. She's like, hey, I've been in this job for 18 years, and I can't help but notice that you're letting 25 people who shouldn't have security clearances have them. In response to that, he... Like, basically attacks her disability. Yeah. Like, that's crazy. It's disgusting. You know, it's this stuff comes from the, the what is it? What is it saying? The fish rots from the head down. Yes. You know, Donald Trump mocked people with disabilities. Yes. Um, all minorities. And, you know, that's just the environment that that breeds. Yeah. If you're going to move up in the system where Donald Trump is the top of that system, like, what does it say yeah. about what do you have to be willing to do mm-hmm. to get into it? The answer, move paperwork out of the reach of someone who has dwarfism. Just insane. Yeah. So, but anyway, Trisha Newbold is a fucking badass because not only did she then sound the alarm on all of this, but she stayed at her job. Yeah. She has not quit. No. She's at work right now. Mm-hmm. Doing Which her is job. Pretty fucking badass. I know. Like, Pretty awkward, but like around the water cooler. Yes. But, you know, good for her. Yeah, I know. I'm like, we should add her to the list of like feminist badass women who have done shit. Uh-huh. Like it's she put herself at risk. I mean, I'm sure like. Well, you know, she's like she she's worked there for 18 years and she's probably looking for the future of the executive branch. Yes. She's like, I don't want this precedent to be set. Sent or whatever. Yes. You know what I'm trying Precedent to say. Precedent set. You got Precedent it. set that anyone can work in the White House and anyone can have a security clearance. Because, you know, these fucking idiots, these fucking idiots like Jared Kushner shouldn't even have a job in the White House yes. in the first place unless he was like an assistant or like a shoe shiner. Yes. Because he's not like a political science No, person. and he's compromised. He's because compromised. he has like foreign debts that he owes to people. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, that's that's the other thing about this. So when this first came out, 
at the beginning of the week, they were like, we think that one of the people is Jared Kushner. And I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. Nadoi. Yeah. Um, but then yesterday, I believe it was confirmed that one of them is Jared Kushner. Mm-hmm. My best guess is that Ivanka might be one another one. Mm-hmm. And then well, the other that's 25, the I don't know. Well, that is the other thing. It's like they probably knew like the FBI and the CIA and all those fucking whatever knew that she was working with Michael Cohen to build a tower in Moscow. Yeah. So it's like, that's probably compromise compromising. I mean, it's not probably it is. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I would, my best guess would be that she's also on this list. Uh, They say that Kushner's definitely on it. I'm interested to find out about the 23 other people who are on it Mm -hmm. and what, who are they? What is their position? Why were they not granted the security clearance in the first place? Like, this is all wild stuff. It is wild. It's also just scary. Yeah. You know, like. Yeah, it's scary to think that, like, at the highest levels of our government, there are potentially, like, compromised individuals, I, namely the president. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, crazy. Yeah. Which, like, I think kind of brings us to one more thing. Yes. Um. So... Like I was saying, the House has subpoena power and they are laying it down. Yes. Um, these past three days, they've just been fucking, they've been doing a lot. Yes. So the chairman of the House Ways and Means Committee, Richard Niels, formally requested on Wednesday that the IRS hand over uh, six years of President Trump's personal and business tax returns. Ooh. Specifically from 2013 to 2018. Yeah. That's... So, yeah, in a single day, House Democrats demanded the tax returns. Um, They moved to get a decade's worth of his financial records and prepared the issue for the full Mueller report. Yeah, I mean, these investigations are definitely not over. I mean, Mm. obviously, I don't think Trump's going to give up that tax return without a fight. Well, it's like it's interesting that he's like uh, gets so angry about like government intervention and whatever, but he's okay with the IRS auditing him for decades. And, yeah, you apparently know? he's been aud- being audited for the past like five years. Yeah, what he said, he he was asked about it, and he said, "Is that all? We are under audit, despite what people said, and working that out. I'm always under audit, it seems, but I've been under audit for many years because the numbers are big." <laughs> And I guess when you have a name, you're audited. But until such time as I'm not under audit, I would not be inclined to do it. You don't have to be inclined to do it. Yeah, you were subpoenaed. But he even wasn't. The IRS was. Yeah, it's like... like, They don't have to comply. They can push back against it. Yeah. But it's like really not up to you, bro. So they have... So the deadline for the IRS to comply is April 10th. Mm -hmm. So we'll know then whether or not they did. And if they do comply, then it's like, oh my God. We've yeah. got the tax returns. If they don't comply, then it's like, oh, shit, there's going to be a big old battle to get the tax yeah. returns. Well, because, you know, every single president in the past, like, many decades, like half a century, basically, have all voluntarily released their tax returns. Yeah. Because we want to make sure that the person who has the most power in the entire world is not signing into laws that are either going to make them more money or that they won't sign laws because it compromises their yeah. business interests. We, we, as the American people, you deserve to know like where the president makes his money and where does he keep it? Jimmy Carter got rid of his fucking peanut farm, got rid of his peanut farm when he became president. Yeah. And Trump, I mean, we don't know. We'll it, see when we get the tax. Returns. How innocent is a peanut farmer? Nothing is more innocent 
I actually can't think of anything more innocent than a peanut farm and a peanut farmer. Like, like farming the peanuts and it's like, there. Why, Jimmy, you should have just kept your fucking peanut farm. I guess maybe if you have a peanut allergy, it's kind of sinister. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh my God. <laughs> I just love peanuts so much. Uh, like, I just can't eat them. And he gave up his peanut farm. He must be just sitting here. Jimmy Carter probably just sits around watching this and is like, what the hell? Mm-hmm. Like, like if Trump is reelected, Jimmy Carter, who was not, is probably going to be like, what the yeah, I know. fuck? Like, I could have, what? Yeah. <laughs> well, um, Barbara Bush, there was just this biography that came yeah. out about her. Um, and it was saying how over the past, like before she died, she said she like wasn't a Republican anymore. She's wow. like, because of Trump, she's like, I can't. The Bushes do not. They do fuck not fuck. Well, because he like came for Jeb. He was so mean to little um, Jeb. Jeb. <laughs> <laughs> and just like I don't know, he's a monster. Yeah, I mean she's not wrong. She's not wrong. She's not wrong. And that's the end of the podcast. Barbara Bush, not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> she was cool. Oh, uh, one more thing about Barbara Bush. She was giving a speech about how like um, she was giving an address to like a college mm-hmm. graduation. What is that called again? college graduation okay i yeah. don't know there's like a commencement commencement speech. yes and she was saying i'm sure some of you will be interest like we'll be in the same position that i was you know the spouse of the president making sure the white house and you know one of you young men could be in the audience today yeah was like pretty pretty badass pretty mm, cool that's great yeah r.i.p well, all right, guys, that brings us to the end of the show. Uh, until the end of Democracy, I'm Elise Morales. I'm Brian Russell Smith. And this is the Betches Sup Podcast. Betches.